0: Alright, welcome back to episode 5 of OPEN. I am your host, Adam Lewis, and as always, I am joined with my gorgeous wife, Katrina. Tonight, we're going to tackle two incredibly awesome topics. The first one is safe spaces. God, I fucking hate safe spaces. And the second one is, we're going to talk about Katrina's brand new fetish. Mm-mm-mm. Stay tuned. What's up, darling?
1: Hey. Sorry, that's a little. Did I
0: catch you mid burp? You did.
1: (laughs) You did. And thanks for sharing that.
0: That's like when every single time you go out to the restaurant, the fucking waitress, it's like she hides behind the corner and she's like, wait till they take a bite. Wait till (laughs) they take a bite. Right when you shovel the fucking food in your mouth, (laughs) they sprint out there, how's your food taste tonight? How's everything looking? How's everything going? It's like, can it hit my fucking taste buds first? Or actually, <laughs> I swear to God, I've never been to a restaurant and had to answer that question with a empty Wait, mouth.
1: Exactly.
0: I. You know how I know I think they do that? How? That was such a dumb. You know sentence. how I know? You they know how think. I know I think they do that? <laughs> because if I worked at a restaurant, I would do that.
1: I was a waitress.
0: I would love. So I was too. But I was. You were like, a waitress. I was a waiter. Oh. But. Uh, I think that I would, if I did it for a while, I would, you know, find little ways to keep myself entertained. Yeah. <laughs> I would fucking love it. And, and you know, you know how I think about these things. I I don't think hardly anything's original. You know my saying, if you've thought it, other people have thought it. Right. So if I was a waiter in a restaurant, I would wait until my table, like, the guy that you were going to ask, like the dad or whatever.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Wait till he takes a big old fucking bite of mashed potatoes. <laughs> then run up there. <laughs> How's your food tasting, sir? If
1: you did that, if you were a waiter and that is what you did, that means your restaurant sucks. Because if you you don't have if you have a good restaurant, you don't have time to wait until someone takes a bite to rush up to him. Really? Well, I'm just saying. <sighs> Ijs. Really? I. J S.
0: Okay, so let me pull your titties out. Can okay. I pull, since when do you record podcasts with? Oh, there we go. Fuck. Since the,
1: my husband's looking at me the entire time.
0: You gonna play that game tonight?
1: I'm just playing, kind of. Just for
0: the record, tell people that we have a good sex life and we have sex all the time, and you enjoy sex with me.
1: I do, and we do.
0: Okay, well, that's fucking breaking news. <laughs> Every from from the uh, Snow Bunny XXX podcast. By the way, if you're listening to this. I'm sure you probably know about the Snowbody XXX podcast. Go check that out because that one's actually doing really well. It's getting a lot of listens every single day and she talks about sex in every single episode and you have like 20 fucking episodes. That's insane.
1: I know. It doesn't seem like we've even been doing it for that long.
0: It's only been a couple months. And Did you know you already have over 80,000 plays?
1: Wow.
0: You're Excuse me, your podcast is only a few months old and you have over 80,000 plays. And I, and like I, I've said this before, you can't compare it to Joe Rogan, somebody who's been doing it for t- like 10 years. Right. They get millions of plays every month. We're just some fucking nobody people from Arkansas who started a podcast about interracial sex and 20 episodes in and you already have over 80,000 plays. I think that's pretty cool.
1: I think that's amazing. I think I'm pretty famous like a celebrity i'm a d list <laughs> i'm a z list celebrity Yep. well i'm gonna
0: say z i'd say you're part of i e f g h J, K, I don't know. i'll say p i'll give you a p
1: p list yeah i can deal with that <laughs> well that, that kind of hey, makes sense you love I being kinda, you love
0: being y- peed on so that makes sense
1: that does thank you for all that
0: All right. hey let's get to our subjects we're right. kind of falling off the fucking rails here all right safe spaces
1: what do you think about them
0: what do you think about them
1: I think they're fucking retarded, and I think <laughs> anybody who ever goes to a fucking safe space deserves to be fucking shot by What's a safe space. A safe space, I said. <laughs> I've had a few drinks. We
0: we say that every episode, but we really do. We have a couple shots of Knob Creek. It's a hundred proof. It's awesome. Please give me an endorsement. I've been, <laughs> I've been sucking. Can Nob... you
1: imagine having a year supply?
0: I've been sucking Knob Creek's dick for like five, six, seven, eight years. Like, I love, like, yeah, I'm always mentioning Knob Creek.
1: Yeah, you do love it.
0: But anyway, safe spaces. All right. So, I found this website, and I and I saw this question that they posed on the website. I was like, hmm, that'd be a good question to pose for the podcast, for us to kind of answer. Mm-hmm. And, and we're not, like, experts on any of this shit, but we just have our own little personal opinions. Um, should universities provide trigger warnings and safe spaces for students? Go ahead.
1: What is a trigger warning? I've heard it like I'm triggered or whatever, but I don't even know what a trigger warning is. You
0: know, when you see television shows and they'll have like rated R rated this, rated that, it's kind of like that. It's kind of like before they show like a PowerPoint or they show a, a, sh- a TV show or I, I don't know a presentation or mm-hmm. anything before they give you some kind of information or some kind of visual or whatever mm-hmm. if it's anything that they think that could be deemed like it would offend someone mm-hmm. then they give you a trigger warning so that way you can you know put your fucking earmuffs on oh my gosh. and or just go leave the room just so you don't get offended or it doesn't hurt your grown-up heart and and that's that's what really pisses me off about this whole fucking question they're talking about universities they're not talking about fucking eighth graders or fifth graders they're talking about right. grown adults in public or private un okay un, these, un- <laughs> yeah <I'm>, i almost <laughs> fucked that whole word up but they're talking i mean these are adults fucking adults and they're asking whether or not they need safe spaces or trigger warnings
1: and one thing I don't, but I one thing I hate about the whole safe space thing, is whenever you know I, I don't remember when a, how long ago it was. It was during the election. I feel like they were talking about how all these different universities were having these safe spaces and how they had coloring books. Not during
0: the election. It was after the election. Whenever Hillary lost and Trump oh, won. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because what happened was, and this is completely true. What happened was after the election and Trump won. All these fucking progressives, liberal crybabies just started fucking having panic attacks, you know, because they think Donald Trump is going to kill all the black people, and he's going to fucking, not evict, um, what do you call it? kick Deport. Deport, yeah, thank Mm -hmm. you. He's going to deport all the Mexicans, you know, Muslims are going to have to go in hiding, all the women, he's going to sew up all their pussies so they can't have sex or abortions. (laughs) It's like, it's so fucking retarded. Um so, they just freak the fuck out, and these are called. Co- again, these aren't these aren't ten year olds who don't aren't, don't have their emotions in check. Right? These are grown adults on actual college campuses, and they gave them safe spaces where they could. No shit. They brought in therapy dogs. They had uh, coloring books. They had play doh. I mean, literally.
1: They are treating them, and they are acting like. Kindergartners. yeah it's like five-year-olds like they i mean i understand i can completely understand how a child when faced with a problem such as sally won't get off the swing and i want to swing and they act like that and they throw a fit and they have a tantrum that i can understand but when it comes to adults throwing a tantrum over who's president and they and they need like they feel like they completely need a coloring book. Like, are do these people? How are they in college? How are they?
0: It's worse than a tantrum, Katrina. They are having a mental breakdown. It a tantrum is like I'm mad. Give me what I want. Mm-hmm. Like these these adult. I'm not gonna call them kids. These fucking grown adults were having mental breakdowns because of the fear and the anxiety of Donald Trump. But- that
1: that actually happened to me like at work there was a girl there's a girl that I work with and she's a woman, she has a husband and that is how she she was seriously talking about how she's having panic attacks at work during diff- like during the election um you know, she she's talking about how she she's really wants to get off work so she can go home and watch the election, and she's always talking. Because she about- thought it was
0: going to be like mon- monumental first yes. female president. Yes. And all this BS. Well, you know who I blame it on? The safe spaces and the demonization of Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. First, l- let me say this. I thought Hillary Clinton, and this is this is an objective opinion. This isn't subjective. Okay, she was a criminal. Mm-hmm. she was a very very poor choice for the democratic party agreed so that's the main reason donald trump won and i know a lot of your listeners are, are african-americans because they're people who crossed over from snow bunny xxx and this might piss a lot of people off but here are the facts because i'm a fucking white guy from arkansas all my friends fucking friends are white i have like one black friend and he's fucking you so uh who's that well, we're not really even friends. That's, that's my point. Jordan. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, not Jordan, Dave. <laughs> I'm just giving away his name. His name is David Smith. <laughs> yeah. But what happened was, for the year and a half, two years leading up to the election, this is whenever, before the primaries, during the primaries, whenever he was facing Cruz... You know, all those guys, and then, you know, eventually Hillary Clinton. <sighs> the left-wing media in this country made him out to be Hitler. And, and mm-hmm. not not even, I'm not even saying that, like, like, jokingly. They literally compared him to Hitler on several occasions. Mm-hmm. Now, do I think Donald Trump is perfect? No. I think he's a loose cannon in a lot of cases. Sometimes I wish he would just shut the fuck up and just try to do his job. I'm not saying Donald Trump's perfect. I'm not even saying he's a good person. That's not. I'm not. I'm not here to defend Donald Trump. I'm just here to discredit and to just bring light to what really happened from a fucking white guy's perspective. Because I know that's what everyone wants to hear. Um, they demonized Donald Trump for two years straight. They just ran negative campaign or negative ad after negative ad. CNN, MSNBC, CBS. Fucking every station, pretty much except for Fox and a few other, you know, independent news outlets, it was a uh, negative Donald Trump. They just built up this hatred towards him and this demonization to make him out to be this racist, anti-Semite, sexist, homophobe. You know what's funny about the homophobe thing? Hmm. On the night of his election, he's the only president that's ever do this. Fucking, even Barack Obama didn't do this. He held up a fucking rainbow flag you know, instead of he had a rainbow flag up there on stage, and he was saying how people should be nicer to gay people, but the mainstream media doesn't hmm. cover stuff like that. That's I didn't even know about a true that. True story. Look it up. Um, and during the campaign, I don't think a whole lot of people probably actually watched his uh, um uh not camp, his little uh, rallies. Mm-hmm. He spent he was talking to a crowd that was probably ninety nine percent white people, right? Mm-hmm. <sighs> He went on for like, he spent a good portion of every single rally talking about what he wanted to do to help the inner cities. Right. He talked about you know lowering taxes uh, so that way corporations could move their companies there, they could afford to bring their companies there. Mm-hmm. I don't remember all the details because it's been a little while back, but he just talked about in detail what he wanted to do to bring some uh, positive change to these inner cities by trying to lower crime, bring in jobs. Oh, and he talked about, you know, trying to uh, improve the school situation. Some actual, actual change.
1: See, and that's one thing that you never, that, that, that's one thing that always ragged on Donald Trump about was that he didn't have any plans. He just said things and that you never hear the actual how he's going to do it.
0: Yeah. Well, and there's a little bit of truth to that, but, but here's what I was going to say. He, the Democrats, And again, I know people thinking this is a fucking right wing nut job. No, I try to be down in the middle, but I call truth and lies when I see it. Mm And in in this case, what the lie is, is that they call Donald Trump this just crazy racist who is trying to put us back in the Jim Crow days and all this. It's like, would you people just fucking take it down a notch? I mean, Mm -hmm. I I know you have your views. Just do you don't have to take it all the way down to zero. Just take it down a notch. I mean, you're being fucking psychotic with this stuff. Right. Um. So was oh, man? I got a fucking tangent there. What was I talking about? How did we get from safe spaces to D- Donald Trump's rallies?
1: <laughs> I think it was started with talking about when it all started. It all started during. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. So, so basically, what happened was they demonized him, and so whenever he won, all these fucking little snowflakes who right. have no coping skills whatsoever because of shit like safe spaces and trigger warnings. They pretty much woke up or was up that night and they literally thought Hitler just took over the fucking country. They thought all the gays were going to be fucking thrown off buildings and mm-hmm. all the Mexicans were going to be deported and all the black people were going to be put back in chains. Okay, he's been president for seven, eight months now. Jobs went up. Um, the stock market's, you know, gone up. Now, as far as his actual uh, plan that he's trying to do, the Democrats are being, and to be fair to Democrats, they the Republicans did the same shit to Obama. It was really hard for Obama to actually implement mm-hmm. his uh, agenda because the Democrat or the Republicans said when he took office they were going to do they were they were going to do everything they could to not let him do anything. Stonewalling him. They were going to stonewall him. Mm-hmm. So this goes both ways. So I don't. It's hard to feel completely sorry for Donald Trump, but he is, you can't do much when the other party just refuses to do anything. Right. So, and and it goes both ways. The point of all this is, let's get back to safe spaces. If you're a fucking adult and you're on a college campus and you need safe spaces to deal with your problems, he said, what, what ever happened to being a fucking adult and dealing with your fucking problems yourself or talking to someone? Like, why do we need safe Fucking trigger warnings? An adult needs to be told this might offend you?
1: And, that, and what's like, so what crazy... what the
0: fuck is going on in this country?
1: Well, yeah, and what's so crazy about it is... The reason that you go to college is to open your mind, to learn about how to see the world from different perspectives and see the world from different point of views. So when just the fact that all of these progressive snowflakes are in college or they're college age and when someone mentions or talks about a different point of view, they get mad, they get violent, they throw bricks they need a safe space. I mean, it, 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 it's madness. It's complete madness.
0: The whole point of college, besides the obvious, getting the education there to get a better job, is you're supposed to be in a diverse place. And that and, and I have news for progressives. Diversity isn't just we got one Mexican, we got one black guy, we got one white guy, we got one Asian. The real diversity is diversity of ideas it's a diversity of ideologies right. and real diversity is you talk about things you learn other points of view you try to you try to learn for yourself what you think is right and wrong not what some because here's here's another thing almost every fucking professor at all these colleges they're all liberal now mm-hmm. all these kids like they have fucking they have women's studies and liberal arts and all this like gay shit like, there's no, I'm about to, I get flustered when I start talking about this shit. There's no real fucking men anymore. Like, all these fucking idiots in the colleges, they're all liberal, progressive little boys now who, you know. They need to n- wear
1: their skinny jeans and floppy you have, hair. Before you have
0: sex with a girl, if she nods at you, that's not enough. You have to get a, a verbal, yes, sir, it's okay to put your dick in me. Like, <laughs> it's like, everybody's, everybody's a faggot. I'm sick of faggots. I'm sorry. I'm old school. I was born in the 80s. If you're acting like this, you're a faggot, okay? Stop being a faggot. Put some big boy pants on. Unless you're a faggot. Yeah, well, if you're a faggot, then I'm sorry for offending you, okay? <laughs> I'm, but you know what I'm talking about. Yes. Yeah, I'm from the old school where faggot <clears throat> means you're being a fucking faggot, okay? Stop being a faggot, you faggot. <laughs> um, just... Here's a, I'm, I'm gonna, just, I'm,
1: just end on just end it real
0: quick. Okay, I'm, I'm going to end it real quick. Then we're going to move on to your new fetish. because This you. is more fun. Yes. Th- this is the last thing I want to say about this. I think there's, I don't think I know there's a major, major misconception of what liberals and progressives think that conservatives want. They, for some reason, there's a big misconception that they think conservatives are trying to conserve, uh, white power. Or they're trying to conserve. Oh shit! Hold on a second. Make sure is that still. Oh thank God that's still recording. I thought I stopped recording and I was. That would suck. Yeah. Anyways, they think we're trying to conserve white power. They think we're trying to conserve uh, no gay marriage. They think we're trying to conserve all this just retarded stuff. Mm -hmm. But you know this is what the left wing people do. They try to make people like me that are. You know, I consider myself central, but definitely lean a little more right just only for the main reason because if you stop and think about it, I'm more liberal than anything. If you really stop and think about the actual definition of liberal is let people be themselves, let people live their own lives, leave everybody Mm -hmm. alone. That's what a liberal thinks. So if you want to get technical, technically I'm a liberal.
1: You're more liberal than a liberal these days.
0: No, because liberals have been hijacked by progressives. These fucking progressives have lost their goddamn minds. So... Let, let me get let me get to my point so we can move on what was my point <laughs> that okay wow, fuck what was my point
1: safe spaces no. trigger warnings
0: oh my god don't please tell me i didn't lose it it was gonna be a good point
1: katrina it, it was gonna be a good point i finally had a
0: good point you're so gay don't
1: like talk like that we're about we just got through talking about how there's no many more and here you are we're <laughs> crying want me to get you a coloring book
0: oh okay I got it now. Thank you. I was, I was crying until I bought some time. So, but no, conservatives aren't trying to conserve any of the old school shit that they get, uh, accused of trying to conserve. What conservatives are trying to conserve now is fucking manlyhood. We're trying to conserve people just being left the fuck alone. Conservatives are actually trying to conserve liberalism. That's what's, that's what's, funny about all of this these fucking can progress i'm really trying to break the habit of calling them liberals mm-hmm. because the classical liberals are cool as shit yeah okay because that's what we are yeah the uh, fucking conservatives are trying to conserve classical liberalism that's what's fucking hilarious that's about all of this
1: confusing as fuck
0: yeah that's what's funny about all this shit but we just want america here's what conservatives want And classical liberals, we want America to be a place where people can have ideas, and we can freely exchange all these ideas. Mm -hmm. Because these progressives, they don't like new ideas. They think if you think some like a conservative, you're a Nazi, and therefore, if you're a Nazi, then it's okay to punch Nazis, right? Because Nazi, you know, if you're Nazi, you're bad. So they try to justify the physical violence and the verbal uh, abuse by saying well you're a fucking nazi Mm -hmm. and it it's what's funny is that this antifa this anti-fascist group they are fascist they're they're shutting down first amendment rights they're shutting down free speech just because they don't agree with the content Mm -hmm. it's it's so anti-american it's not even funny Mm -hmm. the the anti-american sentiment in this country is getting excuse me i'm gonna burp all of a sudden we gotta move on but the anti-American sentiment in this country is mm-hmm. disgusting. What we all need to do, black, white, Asian, mm-hmm. fucking everyone, especially black and white, because that's the group that all the, uh, the left and right try to pin against each other, because we're that's like the big elephant in the room at all mm-hmm. times. Mm-hmm. We need to... We all just need to get along, man. <laughs>
1: all right. Moving on to something okay. a little bit better. I'm sorry,
0: guys. You know, I, sh- I try not to get off on politics, but... I I get off on politics sometimes, and I'm just passionate because I just want us to fucking get along. Okay, cool. Okay, all right. Topic number two, <laughs>
1: the better of the two
0: topics. So <clears throat> the the subject here is Katrina's new fetish, mm-hmm. but we're gonna back up just a little bit and talk. Uh, and we're kind of we're gonna build up to how why we like this shit. Right. So why taboo is so great. Because it's kind of taboo right now,
1: right? Definitely.
0: So big time. Yeah. So why taboo is so great? First of all, Katrina told me to put this disclaimer in here because this is like our rule. If you follow her on Twitter, she's mentioned this to f- mentioned this a few times. We have two rules when it comes to sex. Rule number one: No underage people. No. Exceptions.
1: Correct correct.
0: If you have to be eighteen or older, I don't care how fucking pretty you are, I don't care how fucking big your dick is, if you're if you are seventeen years and three hundred and sixty four days old, she'll fuck you tomorrow. Exactly. Okay. So you have to be eighteen. Rule number one.
1: That's definitely rule number one.
0: Yep. And rule number two, it has to be consensual. Like there's no Fetishes, no rape fetishes, no bullshit. If it's, you have to be consensual and you have to be of age. If you meet those two criteria. You're game. your fair game. Yep. Okay. Given that, okay, we've established that, so we're not going to jail tonight. Mm-hmm. We love taboo because there are no fucking limits. There are no limits to taboo. You can, if you're, especially like us, if you're a married couple, anything that you can sum it up in your fucking dark mind. Mm-hmm and you are not infringing on those two rules. Right. It's like, wow.
1: It doesn't matter what it is. You can fantasize about fucking your brother while you're getting pissed on by your dad, and there's a cucumber in your asshole. Like, (laughs) you can think about...
0: Cucumbers like, what did I do? Yeah. Don't don't drag cucumbers into this. (laughs)
1: Like, there is no... Boundary, no limits. Yeah.
0: Well, and I think it's important for us to kind of note too that these taboos doesn't mean we're doing all this shit. It's like it's the shit we talk about, right? Because there's a big difference between, let's say, you have a fetish, and I'm not saying we do. I'm just saying, like, if a person had a fetish, like I don't know, fucking a goat or something, if if you can talk about anything. Now, right. if you go and commit bestiality, you get caught. That's a different deal freaking jail time yeah we're talking about shit you can talk about shit you can just fantasize together because it's it's fun to role play it's fun to fantasize Uh it's fun to do all these things and sorry go ahead i kind of cut you off there well
1: and and another thing that makes it fun is it's in your head so you can fantasize about anything it's kind of like a, a dream that you can control i mean if and if you were to do that in real life odds are it wouldn't be that great
0: yeah And depending on what you are into, you can really do some like taboo shit. And this is going to be, this is going to segue into kind of what your new Mm -hmm. fetish is. So, you know, the more fucked up, the better.
1: Absolutely. And... And, you know, one thing that I love, and I think, I mean, I've loved this for a long time. It's grown, but I love being degraded. Mm-hmm. So that may have started off with, you know, that probably just started off with me liking somebody slapping my ass or put their hand around my neck. Calling you a slut. call me a slut, something like that. But it's grown into just, like, really degraded, really treated like a piece of, of shit, like a fucking... Just a worn out slutty whore. Where
0: do you think that came from? Like what made you start to kind of transition into just simple kind of call me a slut, slap me in the face lightly. Uh And now you're like, man, I I want to be a fucking third class citizen. You know what I'm saying? Like like how how do you think that happened?
1: Well, I think. There's probably a couple of of ways that that happened. Um, one thing is, I think over time, you start with something and then over time it just progresses. Just because I think that's, I, as you get bored with something, yeah, you it, you, you take it a little bit step. further. Yeah, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah, and also I love the feeling like smaller than a man, more fragile, not big, big or, you know, just.
0: But that's not a fetish for you. Like you actually no, no, think of yeah. men are like better than you. Absolutely better than women.
1: Right. And and that's and I love like this big, strong man looking down at me and just telling me that I'm just I'm I'm nothing and I have to prove myself to him, you know? Like I have to prove that I am worthy to suck his cock.
0: Well, I think that's a perfect setup and a perfect segue into your new fetish. Because just okay, just real quick. Anyone who has never doesn't follow you for some reason just picked this up is never doesn't know who you are, go follow her on Twitter at BLM Snowbunny. You can follow me on Twitter at open underscore podcast. She loves and that's an understatement, black men.
1: That is a big understatement. Yeah,
0: she her and black men are like fucking like this. I'm doing the twisty finger thing. She loves black men. And, and that's not and black men are not a fetish for you i mean it's not a taboo fetish like black men that's like your love i mean that's like legit since
1: preschool my whole entire life i've always just loved black men yeah, that's you, just who i am
0: yeah you and black men i mean that's not some like just weird crazy like on the weekend kind of deal like that's right. like your you and that's your life you and black men so this new thing is a little it's taboo and it falls right in the reason it works so perfectly for you is because first of all you like dark skin Mm -hmm. and you love being degraded so right tell them about it
1: so um one thing that makes this so taboo is just the times like that we're in these days and you know muslim uh just you know there's so many americans that are afraid of muslims and and what they're going to do this country but I love it because of the Sharia law or every time you blow out because you're burping or whatever, you hear a big time. Can you not hear it? No. Oh. Um. Anyway, I love the fact that if I were to fuck a Muslim and when I have before, I don't have to I don't have to talk him into degrading me. I don't have to tell him to call me this. Or whatever it is. Like, that's just natural. They naturally look at women as less than themselves. And I love that. I can't tell you how many times I have been with someone and I tell them to call me stupid fucking bitch. And they're like, oh, no, you're not stupid. And I'm like, oh, my God, yes, I am. Just tell me I am. No, you don't
0: understand. I'm actually retarded. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I, yeah, so like it's just so genuine mm-hmm. with them, and that I think is one thing that just turns me on so much.
0: Yeah, and what's beautiful about this new fetish is, and I'll just kind of reiterate a little bit of what you said that there's a lot of uh, controversy. I don't I don't. I don't know if controversy is the right word, but there's a lot of. I don't know. Fuck. I, I don't know what to say. But basically. The, the travel bans mm-hmm. and the, the terrorism going on around the world, it's it's a little pretentious between, like, the West and the Arab world. You know what right. I mean? exactly. We don't totally trust them, but most of them are, and most, like, like, probably 90% of them are perfectly peaceful people, but it's just, it's a little weird right now between the Muslim world and, like, the American mm-hmm. West world, right? Mm-hmm. And we don't necessarily, as Americans, we don't want their Sharia law. The way they treat women is is bad. And this is I'm speaking for me and you. They're not any like we we actually believe that these majority Muslim countries how they treat women is not okay. Right. You know, and because in in practicality, how they in reality how they treat the women, how they don't let them drive, or they tell them what to wear. And Excuse me, sorry. All this beer, and they literally treat women like second class citizens compared to themselves.
1: Right mm-hmm.
0: now, and, and gay people, yeah, and they throw gays off buildings. It's real some some bad societies that we we don't agree with in reality,
1: but <laughs> exactly the big but for sex
0: purposes. And the reason, and we're not saying this works. This is like something that's like mainstream. That's why it's so that's why it's so taboo, for you specifically, because you love to be degraded. Everything that they're genuinely, and just what they're genuinely about mm-hmm. is exactly what you crave. Right. You love 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 to be looked down upon as a as just just because you're a woman, and you love their. And I'm, I know I'm speaking for you, but this because we've talked about this. Like you love the color of their cocks, mm-hmm. just those brown like Arab cocks. It's like, it's,
1: it looks like brown sugar. I yeah, love
0: it, like those brown Arab cocks, and just. They have like the Muslim names. It's so different from us.
1: Yeah, it's different, and you know when you listen to the news and you hear all these different terrorists and what their names are, and then you meet one and you actually hear not a terrorist. not, not a terrorist, but you meet <laughs> then someone. You meet one, then you suck his dick. <laughs> you meet someone from that part of the world, and they have a name like that. It's just, uh, it just turns me on. Like there's actually a guy at work who I've been looking at and I've been watching like very creepily like i hide behind things and i watch (laughs) him i'm just playing (laughs) but there's a guy at work and i asked him today where he was from and he was like um you know guess and i said i there's no way i could guess where you're from he's like there's no way you're gonna get it right just guess and i was like um babyloni and he was like no (laughs) i was like babylonia
0: you're like Texas (laughs) (laughs) Texas
1: is, <laughs> and <laughs> he's from somewhere in the Middle East. I can't remember where. Um, but is he's he a Muslim. I don't know. I didn't ask him his religion. Mm-hmm. I can ask him that at work. But um, whenever I ask. I asked him where he's from, and he said it. He said it's not like a country or a city or anything like that. It's just a region. It's basically the region between Syria, Afghanistan. So he's like in the Turkey. thick of the shit. He's like right in the middle. Is where he's, he's from. He's definitely Muslim, then. Yeah, so I'm gonna fuck him.
0: <laughs> yeah, right.
1: Yeah. I'd like to.
0: Yeah. Well, and we we talked about this earlier during a little production meeting, and we really want to push this point home we're american through and through we right. love we love the red white and blue we love our police officers we love all all the different races we love america so i know we're going off on this little tangent it's like oh, wait a minute but oh, it's taboo exactly well and, and i'm getting to that i don't want people thinking are these motherfuckers getting radicalized <laughs> <laughs> no like not even, i mean couldn't be furthest from the truth you know whenever we hear about terrorist attacks it makes us sick the fact that we even have to defend this Makes us think we're in this too deep. <laughs> I feel like we we need
1: we, we need a trigger warning before yeah. this episode. Trigger warning. Trigger warning. <laughs>
0: but um, no, you know we're Americans through doing through. We have kids. We love America. We want America to be free. We hate sh- the the thought of Sharia law, um, in practice, and in, in bed. It's a different story. But, right. But, but here's the deal. People, and honestly, I don't think we need that many disclaimers because i think most people get what we're saying you know why because people have fetishes i guarantee you there are people with some really dark fucked up shit that they yeah. do in bed that we can't even think of right okay uh-huh. i mean people do some sick shit and we and while we have an uh an email for this podcast it's open podcast at outlook.com we would love to hear your different fetishes your dark fetishes. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. That would be sexy. Yeah, email us like Give we, us some ideas. Yeah, we want to hear your shit. But our thing is she she's genuinely in love with black men and she's she has this growing just insatiable fetish for wanting to fuck Muslim men mm-hmm. from the Muslim world like straight from fucking Afghanistan, you know what I'm saying? Right. Mhm. And I don't know, it's it's really hot. It's really taboo, but We love America. Okay, you know what? America. You know what? I'm going to do this just because I I, I think this is going to drive it home. Mm -hmm. I'm proud to be in America where at least I know
1: Know I'm I'm free. free. And we (laughs) won't uh, forget the the man who died who gave that right to me. And I gladly
0: stand up next to you and defend her still today. today. Cause there ain't no doubt I love this land. God bless the USA. Wow, that's fucking lame. That was horrible. I'm glad we're <laughs> drunk. But you know what? <laughs> I, I, Cause I don't want them to get the wrong idea. We fucking love this country. We love
1: that we're Americans. We love this
0: country. We just want... In our bedroom, we want Sharia law and all the Muslims to take over America.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We love you guys. Have a great night. Have a good night, guys.